How's it going, everyone? Today we got a story of a spoiled kid who ends up pulling the fire alarm because he didn't get what he wanted. Anyways, let's call the subscriber who submitted this story Mike, and oh my god, my nose is clogged. So anyways, right, Mike had this huge test coming up, and everyone else in his class was preparing for it. The teacher was talking for weeks, like, this is really big, you guys really need to study for this, and, you know, Mike admits that he didn't do the smartest thing, and Mike ended up not studying for it at all. So about a couple days before the test, Mike had not studied and, you know, it had been like told to everyone, you need to study slash prepare for this for weeks. Like you need to do it. There's no other way around it. Like that's just how it's going to go. And uh, Mike was a little bit concerned because the truth was he had just not been preparing for it at all. So Mike uh, knew this other kid in the class who we're just going to call spoiled kid. He wasn't necessarily like, I don't know, that close with Mike. But they were friendly enough, right? And, uh, you know, Mike went up to him and said, Hey, man, have you, like, studied for this at all? And the spoiled kid's like, nah. So that immediately made, like, Mike feel better. And he's like, oh, I feel like everyone else is. And the spoiled kid's like, no, everyone I talked to just totally hasn't. Which ended up not being the case, right? Ended up not being the case that everyone else had not been studying. Oh, my God, my nose. But either way, the spoiled kid was like, you know what, dude? You and I, let's just, let's just go into this raw, like, let's just, okay, that was a bad way to say it, let's just go into this, uh, like, unprepared, like, let's just, let's just free, let's just, like, uh, let's just kind of, like, you know, spitball this test, like, let's just do it, let's freestyle this test, man, I think we can do it without even trying, like, we can go in, we don't need to study, I don't think anyone else is studying, like, it's gonna be totally fine, so, you know, Mike, you know, heard this and was kind of thinking to himself, eh, I don't know, because, you know, probably should prepare for a test that is really big and that everyone else is preparing for and that you're told you need to prepare for like probably should be preparing for that right but anyways uh you know mike uh also has not been preparing he doesn't want to study because that's not fun and the spoiled kid was you know he mike was basically pretending like the spoiled kid was making a point to make himself feel better he's like yeah man you know what you and i were in this together mike tells me because he submitted this story to my instagram which you can submit stories to my instagram or twitter just make sure you follow them first and then dm me he says that this was a bad idea and that he wants to tell everyone that you if there's a big test you should study for it and that you will not be able to just i don't know do it off brim like you won't just be able to do it from like scratch most of the time this is not a good idea but anyways right so mike ends up not studying at all and the day before the test you know he goes up to one of his friends he's like hey man have you like studied for this test and his friend kind of looks at him with this kind of look of obviously and he's like yeah dude I i've spent the last two weeks like you know how big this is and he's like, have you? And Mike's like, yeah. Yeah, no, I I have. Uh, totally, man. I've been, I've, I've, I've been studying. And the truth was, Mike had not done a single lick of work before this point. So when he went back home, Mike tried to cram it all before. And a, and a lesson you guys will definitely learn if you haven't learned this already is if you got a big test, um, don't save it all to the night before because that's not how really you learn information. Give yourself a couple days, maybe a week if that's better for you or kind of depending on how much content you got to learn. Um, it's not good to do it all the night before. It can be done, but you're probably not going to get your best result. So Mike went you know, home that night, pulled out all of his papers and kind of realized that it was too big to do anything. And uh, 
sometimes when it's like, <laughs> I've never done this, but I've definitely heard people say, you know, when you have just so much work, you decide to do none of it. Terrible idea, but it's kind of the feeling of like you're overwhelmed, so you don't even try doing any of it. Just do a little bit, even if it's like, in this case, at least do a little bit so you have a little bit. You won't completely bomb the test, you'll just mostly. Um, but anyways, the next day comes around, it's the day of the big test, and Mike meets up with the spoiled kid. He's like, all right, like, you're ready to just, like, to spitball this, right? Just to do it off the brim, just do it with no, like, preparation. The spoiled kid's like, yeah, man, I'm not even worried. Like, we can totally do it. We're smart people. They were in eighth grade, so this logic still made sense. And they go into the test. And Mike and the spoiled kid sit, ne sit next to each other. Not so that, I mean, maybe share answers, but, like, it's not like they're going to have any answers that are worth sharing. So they get the, you know, the teacher goes around, sort of says, all right, guys, I know you've been preparing for a while for this. I got a feeling that if you, if you studied, you will do well, and I can almost guarantee that. If you've not studied, well, best of luck. And that was, like, the most ominous thing that Mike and the spoiled kid could have heard because he literally said, like, hey, Mike, he basically said, hey, Mike and spoiled kid, you guys are screwed, bro, lol. I mean, he didn't say that exactly, but you know what I mean. And so there, you know, the teacher walks around, hands out the test, and one thing that Mike does, and something that I do as well, is when you get the test, you open it up, and you look at all the pages. Because you just want to see, you know, exactly what the questions are going to be. You want to get a sense of, like, okay, it's going to cover all these topics. And by the end of skimming all the pages, which the spoiled kid did as well, Mike realized he was screwed. Because this wasn't, like, this was a type of test that was kind of testing really specific, was kind of testing specific information that was outlined in the study guide, but it wasn't really a test that you could just figure out if you didn't prepare. And Mike and the spoiled kid came to that realization pretty quickly. So spoiled kid looks over at him and kind of has this look of like, oh no, bro. Oh no. Uh, like kind of this look of like, this isn't going to be good. Like this, this is going to be really bad kind of a look of that. And uh, at this point, Mike realized that deciding to just, uh, I don't know, free ball this, do it off the brim, was a terrible idea. It was a really bad idea. And uh, he's kind of just sitting there, and he hears the spoiled kid whisper like, dude, don't worry, I'm going to get us out of this. And he sees the spoiled kid raise his hand, and the teacher comes over and he says, can I go to the bathroom? And the teacher's like, all right, well, just leave your phone here. Because a lot of kids would try and like go up to the bathroom. They go on their phone. They look up the answer they don't know. And then they come back and put it down. So that's fair enough. Spoiled kid takes out his phone, puts it down. Um, and so the spoiled kid, yeah, he basically said, like, I'm going to fix this for us. And uh, Mike kind of looks at him and then looks. Or like he said that a second ago. But Mike's trying to figure out why that is. Spoiled kid hands in his phone. The teacher you know, grabs the phone, puts it at the front desk, and, uh, you know, my, or the spoiled kid gets up and walks out. So at this point, Mike's, like, kind of like, okay, I don't know what he means by that, but it's not like I'm doing good right now. So he's sitting there, you know, just, you know, at this point, you know, Mike is just there trying to find answers for the test, trying to, like, figure out how to do it. He's really trying to, like, reason his way out of, you know, this situation because he doesn't really know otherwise. And he, the problem is he can, he can figure out, like, two, two questions out of, like, the 25. <laughs> so he's like, all right, uh, I'm looking at a two out of 25. That's not great. Hopefully there is a 23-point curve but I don't think that's how it's going to go. And in the middle of, like, trying to figure out one of the questions, he hears, he's kind of, like, jolted up, 
because a really loud noise kind of like happens and he's just like okay i wonder i wonder what this is and then he looks up and sure enough is the fire alarm there's the flashing white light there's the noise the teacher's like oh shoot shoot bro like damn because i don't know like i feel like the teacher because like the thing is teacher only has so much time now he has to like give them extra time and then they can go back home it's always a problem when like the test is interrupted so the teacher's like all right guys like get your stuff together like the fire alarm we all got like like get up in an orderly line or whatever and mike doesn't initially put together the like two and two he thinks it's a random coincidence he's like oh my god like i'm saved like we just had like the fire alarm like this is perfect like i'll be able to go home and like look up some of these answers like this is like this act of God just saved me. Little did Mike know that this was no act or no random action, right? This was not like some crazy RNG luck or anything. This was just this was just like uh, this was the work of someone else, right? And he will soon know this uh, because uh, you know he's walking out and he realizes that oh, like a spoiled kid still in the bathroom. I really hope that he got out in time or. I don't know. I hope he's not, like, stuck inside or something. Because at first, like, he wasn't sure if this was a drill or, like, a legitimate fire. But eventually, he sees the spoiled kid walking out of the building. And he's like, okay, word, great. And the spoiled kid goes in line. And the teacher's like, all right, well, here's the last guy. Points to spoiled kid. We got everyone here. Uh, everyone wait here. I'm going to go report that we have everyone. So the teacher walks up to the other teachers that have their clipboards and their, you know, whatever, the attendance sheets. And the spoiled kid, you know, says, like, psst, Mike. And Mike turns around, he says, and the spoiled kid just says, you're welcome, man. And uh, Mike kind of looked at him like, what do you mean by that? Like, what do you mean by you're welcome? And uh, the spoiled kid's like, dude, like, just you're welcome. Um, just gave you an opportunity. Now we're not going to fail the test. And Mike's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. The spoiled kid's like, come on, man. Like, don't be stupid. And Mike just looks at him. And, like, if you were watching Mike's facial expressions, it was, like, the little gear inside Mike inside, uh, inside of Mike's head starts to turn. And you can see it in his eyes when he puts two and two together and realizes that it was the spoiled kid that pulled the fire alarm. It was not an accident that happened to work out in his favor. It was the spoiled kid who pulled the fire alarm. So at this point, Mike looks at him. He's like, dude, like, you're... What? Did you pull the fire? And he's like, yes, obviously. Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. Let's get together a little faster here. And Mike's like, dude, like, I, I get what you're trying to do, but you're going to get caught. And he's like, no, I'm not. And Mike's like, dude, they're definitely going to check the cameras. He's like, cameras? And Mike's like, bro, the whole place has cameras. And at this point, right, this spoiled kid apparently had no idea. I guess he was just like so desperate to like get more time. He's like, all right, I'll just pull this and leave. And the spoiled kid's like, nah, dude, there's no cameras. Like, you're just making that up to scare me. And Mike's like, bro, they're cameras. And they're definitely going to check because they know the system will tell them it was this fire alarm that got pulled. And since there's no fire and it wasn't a drill, they're definitely going to check the cameras to see who pulled it so they can ask them why they pulled it. At this point, he's like, oh, no, like, oh, crap. Like, there's no way. And, uh... It's as, like, Mike was saying this, that, like, you know, the police officers come out and they go into the building and the principal's out there and basically everyone with authority is there. 
And uh, within 20 minutes, like, some people come out. They start talking to the principal. At this point, the spoiled kid is, like, starting to freak out. He's like, dude, I didn't think I was going to get caught. Like, this is crazy. Can I just deny it? And Mike's like, you're going to deny video footage? What are you going to say? That it's, like, edited? That it's, like, a deep fake or something? Like, what are you going to say, bro? And he's like, um... I don't know, like, I don't know what I'm going to say. And that's when, you know, this, like, the principal wanted, like, the fire marshal and, like, some teachers start walking over to Mike. Well, start walking over to where Mike, the spoiled kid, and the rest of his class is. And as Mike's like, are they just coming over to say that we can go back inside? Like, very generally. But soon, Mike and the spoiled kid started to realize that, you know, they weren't walking towards every group, right? They weren't walking towards every group. They were walking towards the group that Mike and the Spoil Kid were in. And they also noticed that one of like the teachers pointed in the direction of Mike and the Spoil Kid. Like they they they, they pointed like it pointed the finger and it looked like it was right where the spoil kid was. And Mike's like, oh no, dude. And the spoil kid's like, no, 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 no. This cannot be happening. This cannot be happening, man. Like this can't be happening. And Mike's like, uh, I don't know what's going on. Like I think it's just a coincidence. Turns out it was not a coincidence. The fire marshal, the uh, like the all the teachers, the principal, they walk over and they walk over to the teacher and like Mike can kind of hear like the principal or someone like whisper like, we're gonna need to talk to the spoil kid for a second. And the teacher looks at the spoil kid and kind of like turns back to the teacher and or like the principal and shakes her head. And yeah, so the fire marshal and the bunch of people, these adults come over and they walk over to the spoil kid and they're like, hey, like, do you mind, like, can, can we talk to you for a second? And the spoil kid just has this look on his face of just pure panic, dread, and I'm screwed, bro. Like that kind of look, perfectly encapsulated or crystallized by his expression. It was perfect. And uh, yeah, Mike was like, oh, man, this is not good. However, you might be thinking this must be the end of the story. No, Mike gets roped into this. And uh, because eventually, like 10 minutes later, Spoiled kid is not back. However, someone walks out and says, like, gives kind of the all clear. People can go back. There was no fire. There's nothing like that. So everyone kind of follows back to the classroom. So, you know, Mike gets back to his classroom. The test is still sitting at his desk. And the teacher says, hey, guys, we have like five minutes left of class. Um, I can't say that the test is like, look, you got to promise me you can't go back. Don't look up stuff online. It's going to be, I can't do anything about it because I need to give you more time to finish this. It wouldn't be fair otherwise. Um, and I'm also not going to just write up a whole new test, but just promise me you're not going to go home and look stuff up. It's 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 all on your word. Like, I, I can't stop you, but don't do that. And obviously a bunch of people in the, in the class were going to do it either way. But Mike's like, okay, like whatever. Like, okay, I'm given another opportunity. Let's not mess this up. And uh, that's when, uh, as he's about to leave the classroom, because, like, eventually a teacher was like, all right, you can leave a couple minutes early. It's not like there's any point of you still being here. And the class is like, all right, thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. So everyone's getting up to leave. And that's when Mike, who's getting up to leave to go home, because it's towards the end of the day, um, uh, this teacher walks in and uh, kind of goes up to the teacher, whispers something. And then Mike's teacher says, hey, Mike, uh, can you stay for a second? And Mike's like, what? 
And so the person who walked up is like, and the teacher kind of points at Mike. So this faculty staff person, whatever, comes over to Mike, says, hey, like, can we talk to you for a second? Mike's like, yeah, sure. What's up? And he says, well, actually, can you just come to the principal's office? This will hopefully not be that. It'll be hopefully be quick, maybe. <laughs> Mike's like, uh, okay. So at this point, Mike's have like, Mike's mind is racing because he's like, what could this be? Like, why am I being asked? I, I, I didn't cheat. I didn't pull the fire alarm. I didn't do anything. Like, I, I get it. I didn't study for the test. But like, first of all, how would the teacher know that? And I'm not, I'm already going to be punished by a bad grade. Like, what's the, what's the meaning of this? So they get to the principal's office and the spoiled kid is sitting there. The principal's there, the fire marshal's there, and everyone's basically there. And the principal's like, so, spoiled kid, like, he, he, he admitted that you and him pulled the fire alarm. And Mike's like, what? And he looks at the spoiled kid, and the spoiled kid refuses to make eye contact. So Mike's mind is, like, racing, because he's like, okay, this kid just, like, he didn't rat me out, because I didn't do anything. He just made something up. I don't know why he would, like, bring me into this as well. And the teacher's like, this is a really, like, this is a really huge offense. Like, this is, it will go in your permanent record. You will most definitely be suspended. There's a chance you'll be expelled. Like, this is really big. We're definitely calling your parents after this. And Mike's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mike's like, says, I just didn't do it. I didn't pull. And he's like, and they're like, well, you know, we didn't catch you on the, on the camera doing it. The spoiled kid said that you and him had a plan together. So while you might not be getting as strict of a punishment as a spoiled kid, you're still going to be punished for planning something that was super disruptive today and wasted the fire like department's time. Then he got like a five minute lecture from the fire marshal of like how there's actual fires going on and people who need to be saved and like 30 minutes to an hour was like wasted and like someone could have been hurt during that or even worse. And, uh, you know, Mike at the end of it says like, hey, can I can I talk to the spoiled kid privately? And they said, like, okay. I mean, like, whatever. And the spoiled kid was like, you could see on his face that he did not want to have this conversation. So they let, they open up, like, an office room or whatever, and they say, you got a couple minutes, like, you guys can talk it out, like, that's fine. They close the door, and Mike's like, dude, why? And the spoiled kid just, like, isn't responding. And Mike's like, come on, like, you, like, I, you know I didn't do anything. And the spoiled kid doesn't respond. He's like, just give me an answer. And the spoiled kid's like, fine, like, I'm sorry, I panicked. I, I didn't want to go through this together. I thought like the blame would be less if there's two people involved. He said, it's obviously not, I'm sorry. And Mike's like, well, you can tell them that you made that part up. And the spoiled kid's like, yeah, but then you know they're gonna know I lie and then why would they believe anything else I say? And Mike's like, I don't know, man, but I, this isn't my fault. Like, this isn't me, this isn't on me. Like, I know you were doing this for us, but that doesn't mean that I, like, gave it the approval. This doesn't mean that, like, I should be punished for it. Like, you have, like, think, like, please just think about it for a second, please. And as Mike is saying, like, please, like, please just think about this, the door opens up and the teacher opens this. Says, all right, guys, you got a couple of minutes. Come back out here. So they're sitting down and the teacher's like, or the principal's like, all right, well, Mike, uh, we're going to call up your parents. Um, we're going to tell them what happened and then you can talk to them after we talk to them. Basically being like, we're going to tell them the crazy thing you did and then you have to explain it to them immediately after. Especially, they're going to be super hysterical and you get to talk to them because we don't want to deal with that. But as the, t the principal's about to ring up Mike's parents, the spoiled kid's like, guys, please, like, can I say something? And they're all like, uh-huh. And the spoiled kid goes on to explain, like, that him and Mike were not really prepared for the test and that Mike had nothing to do with him pulling the fire alarm and that he had no idea and that he thought that, like, if 
he was like in trouble with someone else to be lesser. He said like it was messed up, but like I was under a lot of pressure and then Mike did nothing. And the teachers are like, well, how do we know that Mike just didn't like tell you to do it? And, you know, he's like, well, Mike did tell me, but he told me to do that because he didn't do it. And he's like, you guys also don't have any proof. The only proof you had for Mike was my word. And I'm now saying that that is invalid. And he's like, Mike didn't do anything. And they, t- and they turn to Mike and they say, you're going to be in huge trouble if we find out otherwise, like even bigger than you would be now if you did it. And Mike's like, that's totally fine because I didn't do it. And they say, okay, you're free to go. So Mike was free to go. And uh, yeah, he didn't get in any trouble. Um, he actually ended up, Mike was like, felt kind of bad about like what happened with the teacher. And so he actually didn't look up any of the answers when he went back home. And it actually was fine because the teacher said like, I'm sorry to everyone who prepared a lot. We're just going to start a whole new test in two weeks. I'm going to give you guys more time to study. Like it was that fire alarm messed up the whole thing. And uh, what ended up happening with the spoiled kid is he was suspended for a while. He had to write an apology to his teacher he had to write an apology to the fire chief. He had to write. He had to write like five thousand essays, right? And uh, but he didn't get expelled, and he didn't do anything like that after that. And the moral of the story is like, well, couple one, study for your tests. Like it's okay to make mistakes, but study for your tests, and also never take the easy way out, especially if it hurts other people. And uh, yeah, if you if you want to do the the nice thing to me and want and support the channel. Go ahead and watch another video. Leave a like and thank Click on the video Bye. on screen right now. I know you'll enjoy it. Just click it. Do it.